So you said you want to lose another 20 pounds, right? Yeah, I want to lose 20 pounds by the time I go get my physical. Are you nosy, curious, or just bored? Have you ever just started listening to other people's conversations? Do you ever just keep listening even though you aren't part of the conversation? If this describes you, then welcome to Topic Please. I'm Liz. I'm Aaron. And you have a way that I can lose 20 pounds? I do. Um, So we did like exercise fads or whatever throughout the decades. So I looked up um, fad diets throughout the decades. And all I, right. I got all this information from uh, U.S. Health or U.S. News Health. So health.usnews.com. It was an article written by Carrie Gans in December of 2019. All uh, right. But in the 1950s, like I'll, <laughs> I want to go through the other ones, but the 1950s, the cabbage soup diet. Uh, Is that just eating cabbage and water? Well, it says that the diet promoted quick weight loss, 10 to 15 pounds in a week by simply eating mostly cabbage soup with little amounts of additional fruit, veggies, and meat. So okay. So, what I'm thinking here, the quick weight loss, might have had something to do with all of the excess fiber and pretty much only putting fiber in your body. That, that might have had something to do with it. Then I think cabbage is really low in calories. So if you're just mostly eating cabbage soup. But last night, Kayla was like, Mom, I have a soup for you to try. And I was like, Kayla, if it's cabbage soup, I'm going to hurt you. And she's like, it's veggie soup. Cabbage is in it. <laughs> but then I just asked James if he wanted to do the cabbage soup diet with me. And he said, yes. So. All right. I mean, for real, 15 pounds in a week. 15 pounds in one week times two weeks does not equal 20 pounds. That equals 30. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. So I might've messed it up. So you could, you could do it in a week and a half. I don't think but you're supposed to. But if it's 10 to. pounds a week, cause it's 10 to 15 pounds. So it'd be two weeks to lose 20 pounds. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to lose weight that fast. Well, probably not healthy. Probably not. But, let me tell you about some of these other ones because I was interested in them. In the 1920s, <laughs> so 100 years ago, the biggest diet craze was the cigarette diet. Lucky's actually had ads that said, reach for a Lucky instead of a sweet, like promoting it as, as weight loss, like smoke and... Yeah, I remember coming across that when I was looking at the like different weight loss fads, but I went with more exercise and machines and stuff. Yep. Kind of crazy that that was a thing. Yeah. So I don't know. And they say like when you quit smoking, you gain weight, which I found to be true. Like everything in my life just tends. Though I told you the other day. I figured it out. I need to quit trying to lose weight because I'm bad at that, but I'm really good at gaining weight. So I'm just going <laughs> to 
And I told you when I'm losing weight, stop hoarding it. I know you like to keep things. You like to hoard everything. Stop taking the weight that I'm trying to throw away and keeping it. Well, you Knock know. Knock it off. <laughs> so, but, like, there have been times where I've thought, I can just go back to smoking. Because I definitely didn't eat nearly as much back then. <laughs> but again, I still was never thin. So, there's that. Uh, so, that pause came uh, from Aaron picking up this supplement bottle that's sitting out here in our podcasting area. That's prenatal vitamins. And Trinity and I were out here working on a different podcast the other day. Uh, and we saw those and we, we weren't sure. We didn't know if Kayla wanted to tell us something or, but I'm, I would guess Kayla might have gotten them for when the cat was pregnant or something. Oh, that's true. She is. But prenatal vitamins are good for you, even if you're not pregnant. So, yeah. Because they have a lot of vitamins in them. Yeah. Anyway, so back to diets. Yeah. Maybe we need to just go on a vitamin diet. We'll just eat vitamins. Maybe Kayla brought him over trying to tell me that I look like I'm pregnant. Oh, well, not so much anymore. Yeah, I still look pregnant. No, you don't. You've lost a lot of weight. You look really good. My weight's not leaving my belly. That's where I'm carrying all this fat. And it's funny because it's not like it's a beer belly or even a Dr. Pepper belly anymore. So, I don't know. Just trying to get rid of it. Well, Good job. You're doing a good job of getting rid of it because all your shirts fit a lot nicer now. Um, but on to, to the 1930s. And this one I know is still around because I hear people talk about it still. It's the grapefruit diet. Uh, Not like replacing part of a meal or a meal with, your, with grapefruit. Or no, something. it's eating grapefruit with every meal. Ah. So uh, the belief was that there were enzymes in citrus that helped burn fat. Therefore, by eating a grapefruit with every meal, you would subsequently lose weight. Even though it was never confirmed by science, it still exists today in a slightly different version, uh, which is the eat less than a thousand calories per day. And I have met some people, I work with some people who do that when they diet they go to eating less than a thousand calories per day and i'm just like mm, no but i find it interesting because it's like eat less than a thousand calories so it's drinking like zero sugar soda and i'm like i feel i don't know i mean i i have powerade zero for that occasion when i want something sweet to drink so i can't really say anything but it's like I don't know. You can get a lot of flavor in these days with all the chemicals we have. <laughs> right. And a lot of times, like those things, they're just replacing it with like those aspartame sweeteners and stuff. So you're Aren't still getting Aren't those supposed the... to be a diuretic, though? I mean, come on now. I don't know. I thought they've been linked to potentially causing health problems or. Well, something. if you're in the state of California, they've been linked to cancer. So has everything else. It's true. I wouldn't doubt if you go to a barber shop and they're like, getting a haircut could be. <laughs> Proposition you know. 65. Uh, so 
uh, in the 1940s, it went to the master cleanse. Like that was the biggest fad. Like there were other fads during these times too, but like that was the biggest. Well, see, and like cleansing, like that's still kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I think what was it like late 90s, early 2000s, or something like the whole juice cleanse thing mm-hmm. was like a huge deal. And it's like, why would you want to do that to your body? That's not. And just doesn't seem right. Actually, it uh, had a big resurgence. You're right. In 2006, when Beyonce said that uh, it was how she lost 20 pounds for Dreamgirls. And it's pretty much the juice cleanse. But it's a combination of hot water, lemon juice, maple syrup, and cayenne pepper. That does not sound like a good flavor mix to me. And I feel like the thing people don't talk about those cleanses is you might as well go buy a bunch of laxatives. That's what you're doing. That's how you're losing the weight. You're not putting but the any laxatives, fat in your body and then you're letting it out the backside. But laxatives can actually have long-term effects, like making it to where you can't yeah, have a bowel movement without. Yeah. So. But I'm just the saying. Won't do that. But the laxative diet, <laughs> I remember, and a lot of people did. I'm sure doing a juice, like if you did it long enough, then it probably could do something like that or cause you to be constipated when you go back to solid foods. Yeah. Speaking of that, we'll get to one on that. Uh, but then there were the 1950s and it was the cabbage soup. But again, with the cabbage soup diet, you did eat have little amounts of fruit, veggies, and meat, so it didn't, like, what? I'm, I'm just imagining all those poor Cabbage Patch kids. <laughs> oh, it was the 1950s. I bet that's about the time. <laughs> when, no, those came out when I was a kid. I don't know. They might have come out before I was a kid, but I wonder if that was, like, any kind of jump start for them. I loved my Cabbage Patch kids. Well, it was a little bit weird looking at it now that he signed all of their butts. Yeah. He had like, to sign them somewhere, butts. I guess. That's what made me interested in tattoos. My Cabbage Patch kids had them. There you have it. See, I preferred, like, Garbage Pail Kids I like. I had, I had a big collection of Garbage Pail Kid cards. I loved those. Me too. And the stick of gum that came in them. That was nasty and hard and... Just like every other piece of gum and any thing of cards. cards. Yeah, but I still loved it. How come they don't put gum in like the Pokemon cards and stuff like that? I don't know. It's probably because people were like, no, that's disgusting. I don't know. I liked it. But I'm curious, like, I'll look up in a minute. I'm really curious of this cabbage soup diet. Like, what's in the cabbage soup? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to look it up real quick. Oh, I was going to say, I have my laptop here. I could look oh. it up while you were moving oh. on to another thing if you want. Okay. I mean, whatever we want to do here. Go ahead and look up cabbage soup, like a recipe for it. Because I'm really, really curious. Like, the rest of them are all, like, simple ingredient things. But I feel like cabbage soup is literally cabbage and water. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there's lots of these. 
So let's look at this one and see what's in it. All right. Because I really want to get to that before we get to the 1960s, which is a, a men's diet. Yeah. Now my page is loading, so everything's scrolling. Cabbage soup yields eight servings. Where's the ingredients? Olive oil, onion, garlic, chicken broth, salt, thyme, pepper, half a head of cabbage, four carrots, two celery stalks. And that sounds exactly like what Kayla was... tomatoes. That sounds exactly like the soup last night that Kayla was telling me I should make. And she said, it's not cabbage soup, Mom, it's veggie soup. I don't know, this says cabbage soup. Well, there you have it. It actually sounds kind of good. With the other veggies and stuff in there. Vegetable cabbage soup, healing cabbage soup. I'm guessing there's just a lot of cabbage soups out there and different people's takes on them. All right. Well, there you have it. All right. So let's get to the 1960s because... <laughs> Some kind of hippie weed diet? No, it's the drinking man's diet. <laughs> oh. Just drink your meals? Uh, well, that's what I thought when I saw the title. But no, uh, it was recommended of, to avoid carbs, except drinking as much alcohol as you like. So... Alcohol was referred to as a good carb. <laughs> and so, like, you're apparently, like, the typical meal would be, like, a huge steak, salad with a creamy dressing, veggies, and multiple cocktails. So, it says it was... Somebody just wanting to justify what they already did. Yeah, pretty much. So, it it was an early version of the high-protein, low-carb diet. Uh I'm guessing it was just kind of a, one. especially in the 60s, it was probably kind of a, oh, well, I'm a man, I'm fat, I need to lose weight, so I need a manly diet. So like that I'm kind of drink idea. lots of alcohol and be drunk. I'm not going to you know, eat salads all the time. That's a girly thing. I need my steak and everything else. So. Well, salad was on there. And I want to have a beer. Yeah, but I mean. Yep. Like where I'm sure a lot of people by that point were like, oh, well, no, I want to go on a diet, so I need to eat salad. Like, that's all I'm going to eat for a while or something. Where I'm sure there were a lot of guys like, no, I'm going to eat like a man. Probably. But, yeah, that was interesting. But then we get into the 1970s. This this one actually sounds like like my kind of diet, just like with my mental health. and The like, disco dancing diet? no. <laughs> Um, I was thinking like with my depression and how I always like just want to sleep all the time or whatever, this one would be perfect for me. It was the sleeping beauty diet. You just sleep through the meals. Like if you get hungry, go take a nap instead. Yeah. The theory was if you were sleeping, you weren't eating. Well, that's true. You're also not doing any kind of exercise. Well, I exercise in my dreams. Doesn't that count? Probably not. I can do a lot of push-ups in my dreams. I can do like four in person. Like, while I'm awake, but... Get up to five or six in your dreams? <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> uh, but the way that they got to the sleep, see, for me, I'm just like, oh, I can go to sleep. Or like Kayla, she can sleep for like 12 to 14 hours at a time. 
be nothing or whatever. Right. Uh, they took sedatives throughout the day to make it easier so they to could, sleep. Uh huh. There you have I it. I thought you're kind of wasting your whole <laughs> life if you're sleeping all day and all night. Like, I right? mean, there's times where all I want to do is sleep, but I get up and do something. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, this person, uh, I already forgot the name of the person doing. I want to give them credit. Carrie, Carrie Gans said, uh, I mean, what about everything else you need to do? Like work. Right. <laughs> so I feel like the Sleeping Beauty diet probably was for like. Stay at home, like housewives. or Yeah, like something. rich wives. They were like, oh, well, I had to sleep to not eat. Yeah. So that I could look beautiful for my husband. But at the same time, like in the 70s, like that was when there was a really big start to the you know, feminist movement and stuff, like women's rights and things. That was real big in the 70s. So. Nope. Uh, how about this one? If you just want to lose 20 pounds in two weeks, you could do the 1980s, the Scarsdale diet. So there was a lot in the 80s, but I guess this was like the most popular. Have you heard of it? No, but you saying it made me think of Clydesdales, and I'm like, I don't want to eat like a horse. <laughs> it was created by Dr. Herman Tarnower. Tarnower. Uh, followers of this diet would consume fewer than a thousand calories per day, spending two weeks on the diet and then two weeks off the diet. So they lost 20 pounds in two weeks, but I'm curious as to how much they gained in the other two weeks. I don't know, maybe it was like a 20 down, 10 up, 20 down, 10 up kind of thing or something. I don't know. But definitely malnutrition. You wonder why we have so many people with like eating disorders and stuff. They follow some of these and there's no way you're getting enough nutrition in your body. Or right. And unfortunately, a lot of those people with those eating disorders it has to do with body image. And society saying you shouldn't be fat. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, no, society and TV and everything says that this is what beautiful and this is what sexy looks like. And that I must achieve that when it's like, that's not the case. But people see that and they're like, well, this is, you know, that that's what I have to look like if I want to be beautiful. And I mean, it's a mental disorder. I, it's like having depression or anxiety. It's like on that same vein. I mean, because, you know, somehow in their head, they can't help it. That's how they see things and they don't feel like they're good enough unless they get to that, you know, ideal thing or what they see, you know, society seeing as the ideal body. Mm -hmm. I get that completely. Definitely get that one. Is what it is. Yeah, you were but, saying like talking about like why people have eating disorders. I mean, no, that's I, a big, it a is really big part of it. Is what you know the media and stuff deems beautiful. Mm hmm. So and then came the Atkins diet. It was actually created in 1972. 
but it didn't like get its like booming popularity till the 1990s. Um, and it says it may have been responsible for the start of the high protein, very low carbohydrate movement we still see today. Obviously not because like we keto, saw keto, uh, and that what keto is like a low carb thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like some of those other ones I mentioned earlier were high protein, low carb, and stuff. However, this diet actually introduces so you cut them out get to a point where you're not and then you slowly introduce carbs back into it uh but people don't follow that part of it yeah i know i've heard a lot of people like that would do the atkins diet and then like okay well i lost the weight i wanted to lose and they just start eating you know carbs like they used to and then like just gain all the weight back yeah instead of like slowly reintroducing them and and going through it and following yeah. like the diet like all the way through. So, well, I feel like I mean, for the most part, like a successful diet would pretty much just need to be a lifestyle change that you stick with. Yes, which is why I sh- have struggled so much over the last few weeks with you because I don't want to just eat salad all the time. Like, I love salad, but I don't want to just eat salad all the time. Why do you think I go through McDonald's every freaking morning? (laughs) I don't know. Just saying. Because (laughs) all you ever want to have is salad or... Which are things I love. Like, I love salad. I love parfaits. I love, like, those things, but... I'm fine eating stuff other than salad. My my thing. You made really good black bean burgers tonight, though. My thing is more just like watching my calorie intake. Yeah, I watch my calorie intake too. I watch it as it goes into my mouth, and then I feel it as I get nauseous. But you know, whatever. That's completely different thing. You know, like last night we did the taco pizza. I don't know. I about made myself sick eating probably about half of that taco pizza. I felt so proud of myself because I did not. And then I chose not to eat a piece when we got back. Not that that really made a huge difference, but I was excited. It's still sitting in the fridge along with with my second sandwich from going and getting my breakfast this morning. So see, now you got breakfast for tomorrow. Right. Good job. Although you do need to eat it before it goes bad because that was expensive and there's that. What? The pizza. Somebody else can eat it. Nobody I else is going to eat it. James can eat it. James don't like taco pizza. Well, mom can eat it. All right. Give it to your mom. That was like my celebratory dinner for losing like 20 pounds. You don't want to get hitting, it all back real quick? I hit 200 pounds, so. Yes, you did. You actually got below 200, so good job. So that one night and then, you know, maybe 20 more pounds, I'll eat the rest of the pizza. pizza. So you want me to just freeze it? No. Thawed taco pizza sounds delicious. We'll just just get a fresh one. (laughs) But I do want to give props. The burgers you made tonight were really good. So I tried making black bean burgers a couple weeks ago. They did not come out well. They were kind of like pancake consistency. They taste, they had a really good flavor and taste to them, but the consistency was bad. So you found a different recipe today and made them and they yeah. came out really, really good. Like And included rice and black beans. Uh, 
like I said, that you need to kind of dry the black beans a little bit so they're not like in their own juices and stuff. I think the recipe was looking at like cooking them from scratch where I just used canned. So I had to like drain them and then I laid them out on paper towel and air dry while I was doing the other stuff. But. I feel like that might have been part of my problem last time because I didn't do that at all. So that might have gone because maybe because they were really when I did that and I mashed them up, it was like super thick. thick. Yeah. And it wasn't when I did them. So that might have been a big part of it. And I think the rice helped to kind of spread it out and add like structure, I guess. So yeah, it, they came out really good. I was I was really excited. So good job. Now we have a good recipe to work with to yeah you know toy around with, uh, try their things. And when my sister comes up, who is vegan, like we yeah, can make it for her. It was completely vegan friendly. Yeah, so super excited. It was good. Um, that definitely would have not fallen into the Atkins diet though. <laughs> But it did have a lot of protein because of the yeah. black beans and stuff. So it was really good. 2000s, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, the Friends diet. The baby food diet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess her trainer suggested she lose weight. Her trainer was Tracy Anderson. Uh, Tracy with an EY. Uh, but it consists of eating up to 14 jars of baby food per day. In place of snacks and or meals. So you just eat baby food all day? Well, I don't know. Maybe if it was the blueberry buckle baby food, that stuff was good. <laughs> well, we would always make sure that we got that for the kids when they were little. So that you could eat it with them? <laughs> I was like, this stuff's good. It was almost like a, I don't know, like a blueberry cobbler kind of thing. I don't know. It was pretty good. All right. So. We never bothered buying the uh, baby food applesauce because that didn't make any sense to me. I'm like, applesauce is already that consistency. So we it didn't we, have as much sugar, the baby food one. Because yeah. regular applesauce that you buy has a lot of added sugar. We didn't give them that much applesauce anyway, so it didn't really matter a whole lot. Well, there you have it. You didn't like it's having- like an occasional thing. I'm not big on applesauce or apple juice or any of that because that gives some nasty baby bowel movements. So, oh. <laughs> it might be too that I was on a road trip from California to Phoenix, Arizona one summer to go visit my grandparents and it was really, really hot. And I had had milk for breakfast. Um, and then, like, throughout the trip, my parents gave me apple juice. And I vomited everywhere. And I've never been a fan of apple juice since then. Don't like it. Don't want to drink it. Just so I was not big on giving it to my children either. (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) No. Uh, So I don't know. I guess we could we could we could try the baby food diet. No, I'm good. You but you just said you like the blueberry whatever. We could just get a bunch of that. Just eat that all day. No. Yeah, probably not. No. Okay. Well, how about the uh, 2010s HCG diet? I'd heard of this I feel like I should know what that is, but I can't. Well, I had heard of it, but I didn't actually know what it was until I read about it. And I thought, oh, 
my it's a gosh. Like healthcare used to get. guru diet. <laughs> no. Um like people used to get droppers and they would put drops of stuff underneath their tongue or whatever and all those um, essential oils people. Well, these were people who told me they were on HCG diets though, so it it's a hormone thing. Mm. Uh, but so it what it actually is is it combines daily injections of a fertility drug called human chorionic gonadotropin. Uh both men and women took um and then all you ate was five to eight hundred calories per day all right but this is like it was shots but everybody that i had seen that like used it like always put these drops underneath their tongue so i don't know well i just went to look up hcg and it the first thing was a weight loss thing for the mayo clinic it says has the hcg diet been shown to be safe and effective no on both counts. In fact, the FDA has advised consumers to steer clear of over-the-counter weight loss products that contain HCG. So there you have it. Oh, yeah, I'm not – I didn't even get into all of, like, the weight loss pills. They had, what, Fen-Fen for a long time. Like, doctors were giving you meth. Where right. was Where was that when I was trying to lose weight? Um. And then all those other things, like the energy drinks and a lot of that stuff, crossed over into weight loss stuff. Like it was kind of a crossover there with, I don't know, the weird ingredients that a lot of those things had, like ginkgo biloba. Oh, yeah. And ginseng. Uh, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of weird. Hydroxyca. Taurine. Um, yeah. Like you go look. And it's like, oh, that's in these energy pills and it's in these diet pills. Yeah. And I mean, I like, I've never seen the benefit of an energy drink. Um, my best guess is because I'm constantly drinking caffeine anyway. Probably. In some form. So energy drinks don't do anything for me other than make me think, why would anybody drink this? Although I have to say... Like, I would rather drink black coffee than most of those energy drinks I've tasted. Okay, you make black coffee sound bad, sir. I find black coffee to taste disgusting. It's extremely bitter, and I don't like it. But I would rather drink that than most of those energy drinks. Like, Red Bull has the... I love black coffee. I'm just putting that out there. Hot black coffee is the bomb. It's really good. I didn't used to think that, though. I used to get it with like three cream, three sugar and stuff. And then I cut sugar out of it. Uh, and then I don't even know how long ago it's been since I cut putting like cream or any of that in it. So yeah. although I, that's the thing I think that annoys me is like, <laughs> I'm just putting this out there. You were like, oh, I want to lose weight. I'm going to cut the sugar out of my drinks. Like, I'm going to do this stuff. Like, that's not an option for me. I drink water and I drink black coffee. Like, I don't know why you no had to hit sugar. the table. I'm sure that Sorry. our listeners heard that. But well, I wanted them to hear the emphasis. Just so you know, it's because she was hitting the table. Because I was emphasizing. I'm just glad it wasn't me this time. Shut <laughs> up. 
At least it was the table getting hit. Shut up. Send help. Send help. I would hit you in the head. I might lock you in a freezer. See? Listen, you keep losing weight, you're going to fit in that freezer. <laughs> By the time you got done with me, I'd be chopped into small enough pieces I'd fit anyway. That's true. I do have my dad's old knife. <laughs> but, so I, I do, that does annoy me though. Like people would just be like, well, quit drinking soda. I don't drink soda. Right. Well, quit drinking sugary drink. I don't drink sugary drinks. Like, that's not something I can cut out. Right. So... I don't know. So is that the end of your list of diets? Well, they do have this list of best weight loss diets. Um, It's ranked. And I don't know how, like, it doesn't say how they decided that. Oh, yeah. It just says diet ranking information as of December 10th, 2019. However, it does not say like. I feel like like the U.S. news site isn't really where I want to go for that information. (laughs) But the number one is Weight Watchers, so. But I mean, I feel like dietitians and doctors and scientists like would be a better source. And if they're not saying that that's where they got that information, then I I don't think that I would want to say, oh, well, the U.S. News says this, so that must be the best diet for me. Right. And that's something else. Like, everybody's different, so. I mean, there are different diets that you know would be more suited for different people, depending on you as an individual. My doctor just keeps and, saying, "Eat low fat, low carbs." I mean, like you were saying, that you know, doesn't leave much, especially because I, I don't like the taste of most meat. Yeah, I mean, like I I cut the sugar out of my drinks. That worked for me, like as part of my weight loss. Like you don't have that as an option, so that's not a feasible diet plan for you. Right? I'm like, I got that covered. And then I thought maybe I just need to start drinking a lot of sugary drinks so that I can cut them out. Maybe that will work. No. I don't think that's how it works. Probably not. All right. So, do we want to move into this next segment with this, a few of these I wish I didn't know cards? Sure. All right, we each have three. Do you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Uh, I read first. Yep. All right. When it was first created, the fifty-star American flag was a given a B minus grade by a teacher, B designed in China, C an advertisement for Coca-Cola, or D created for a movie. Uh, given a B minus by a teacher. That is correct. Oh, yeah. I wish I'm glad it had, wasn't made in China. <laughs> I wish these cards had a little bit more context, like to go along with the answer or something. That would be cool. Right. I don't like that there's not, but yay, I got one correct. What do you got for me? I got, according to the United Nations, doing this is three times more dangerous than war. Swimming. I don't know. A, riding a bike. B, hunting crocodiles. C, going to work. Or D, taking a taxi. Hmm. Three times more dangerous than war. What were C and D? 
C is going to work, and D is taking a taxi. I want to say it's one of those. I'm going to guess going to work. And you would be correct. So going to work is three times more dangerous than war. All right. I feel like that's true because you have your commute when you got to get around all the people, especially. <sighs> and then just workplace accidents, like in factories and things. Uh, or people spreading all their germs and illnesses. You know. I figured if it wasn't that one, it would have to be, I would think, getting into a taxi, like because you're getting into a vehicle and accidents and things. I'm thinking so. hunting crocodiles is probably not the safest thing, though. Yeah. All right. About 1,600 people are bitten every year by A, sharks, B, mosquitoes, C, vampire bats, or D, New Yorkers. <laughs> About 16,000 people. Oh, 16,000? I thought you said 1,600. Oh, 1,600. Okay. People are bitten every year by... So I definitely don't think it's mosquitoes, because I think that's way higher. Probably. Um, what was the first one? Sharks. And then C is vampire bats, and D is New Yorkers. Okay, so as you did, I think it's probably C or D. And it would not surprise me for it to be New Yorkers. At all. Like, I feel like it's probably New Yorkers. Is that the but, answer you're going with? No, because I'm trying to think. Vampire bats, like, I don't think attack a lot of people. So, I mean, their numbers would be low. Right. Um, Because they're typically. And you can get rabies from bats and stuff like that. So, it, it's something that typically. Is... I think vampire bats are. Uh, more common, uh, like biting livestock and stuff than than people. humans. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's sharks. Like that's a high number for it to be sharks. I guess it so, doesn't say if it's worldwide or just in America. I'm guessing just in America, but I really don't know. I'm going to go with vampire bats. I really want to go with New Yorkers. The answer is what your dad was. New Yorker, really? Yep. It mm. was New See? Apparently, New Yorkers <laughs> bite 1,600 people a year. Well, you know, as you do. Right? I don't know why they bite people. Maybe it's... Maybe it's know, the biter's are... diet. <laughs> Maybe. It's the New York diet. Maybe that's just what they're into. We don't know. I want to know where they got the poll for that. And is this like, what kind of biting? I know this is a family-friendly show, so I can't get too... Well, but what kind of biting is this? I don't know. I'm guessing it's just something like in medical records and stuff that's been put out there. That's... Like, oh, we dealt with, you know, 1,600 bites this year or something like human bites well i mean maybe it's kids kids like to bite man maybe a baby or something i don't know it's hard to say all right well for 68 years charles osborne did this 
A, hiccuped 40 times a minute. B, didn't blink. C, grew a 52.1 foot beard. Or D, saved his boogers. And what was the question? For 68 years, Charles Osborne did this. Did he A, hiccup 40 times a minute? B, not blink. C, grow a 52.1 foot beard. Or D, save his boogers. I'm going to say he hiccuped. And you would be correct. So I knew there was some guy that had the hiccups for 60 some years. I didn't realize it was that often. Yeah. 40 times a minute for 68 years. That's crazy. I don't know that I could survive that. I would think there'd be some sort of medical procedure they could do to stop your diaphragm from spasming like that. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Maybe he chose not to get it. Maybe he was like, no, I'm going to get in the Guinness Book of World Records. I don't know. But thank goodness, because I was, ooh. I hope nobody saves their boogers. Like, that's just gross. I wouldn't doubt if somebody does. All right. Last question. In Japan. For you. You started. I know. Okay. In Japan, they've developed a fire alarm for the deaf. It alerts people by A. Flashing. Projecting hologram characters pointing to the exit. B. Releasing super spicy wasabi smell. (laughs) C. Flashing red lights on and off extremely fast. D. Launching foam rockets toward the escape route. And I have my thumb over the answer, so I don't even know what this is yet. Okay, well, I know that... Um, I really want it to be D. Right? <laughs> or, or B, releasing a super spicy wasabi smell. So, I, I don't know, because I know that for... Um, some individuals I know that are deaf, they, their alarms and things like that flash, um, but they're like white lights, like not like your living room light or whatever, but they're like these bright white lights and like they flash yeah, it's over like and over. You can use, like on our iPhones and the accessibility, you can make it yeah. like the camera flash, like light up when you get a phone call or a notification or something. So... I mean, it would make sense, excuse me, that it would be like the red lights, but then I guess that would mean they don't have a red light district because <laughs> that would really be well, bad. See, but I also feel like that's not the best idea because saying, if they have I'm, seizures as yeah. well, that would put them into seizures. So That's what I was going to say is like, I'm, I'm with you, but I, I don't know because then if they get thrown into a seizure when there's a fire, like that, that would make it that much worse. Yeah. So I don't, they couldn't even like scream for help or anything while they're having the seizure that the yeah. fire alarm put them into. Yeah. So and I don't think the wasabi idea is good just because what if someone's just cooking? So what was A? A was projecting hologram characters pointing to the exit. And, and D, D was the rocket Launching foam rockets towards the escape route. I mean, what if you don't see those? Well, not only that, I worry that what if people forget to reload them? Right. So I'm going to go with the hologram. Uh, and the answer is B. 
releasing a super spicy wasabi smell. I mean, it would get your attention, but what if someone was just cooking? I don't know. Maybe you don't cook with that much wasabi. Or, Maybe. I don't know. Well, I got one out of three, so I failed. Because right. 33% is an F. You know, school's but starting soon. 33% <laughs> is still better than a 0%. That's true. So even if you're going to get a failing grade on it, on the assignment, you should still try because zeros don't average well. That's true. All right, let's see here. Let's see here. <laughs> you a gangster? Yeah. In 2011, Forbes I magazine. I remember 2011. Me too. I don't remember why, though. I don't know. It was like 10 years ago. So. It was. It's crazy. I think a lot of stuff happened that year. <gasps> you got your GED that year. Yeah. I think that was about it. Yeah. Your sister had a birthday that year. I mean, I guess we all had birthdays that year. Oh, yeah. We got married that year. At least that's what your tattoo says. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So in 2011, Forbes magazine estimated this icon was worth $44.1 billion. See, I'm right away, I'm trying to think is this like an icon, like. A computer icon, a person, a thing, like a monument. Well, I don't know. I'm about to see what my options are. You are. You have A, Will Smith, B, Homer Simpson, C, Scrooge McDuck, or D, Justin <laughs> Bieber. How much money was it? $44.1 billion. Ooh. I want to say that it was Scrooge McDuck. I think I remember reading something about that, and they like had to f- calculate inflation and stuff to come up with that and do some sort of weird calculation to figure out just how much money would be in his money bin. And you would be correct. You got 100%. Good job. You know some of the most... Random stuff. Yes. Trinity and I were talking about that yesterday. It was like, he just knows. like, Or maybe it was James and I. No. Well, it's like, we were talking when, about playing Tribon, so it might have been James. But we were like, he just knows. Like, <laughs> Why does anybody know that? But you know like everything. It's so well, weird. Well, not last week's episode, but the one before when we played this for pretty much the whole episode. There is... I can't remember the question now, but the the question that I like gave you, oh, the giraffes, how they clean their ears. Yeah. And I told you before you gave me any options. I'm like, no, they use their tongues. They lick it. Which is really weird since they're just dogs with legs for necks. I'm stuck on that now. If you've seen the show Miracle Workers, <laughs> you know you, what I'm you talking about. You know what she's talking about. If not, you, you should check it out. Or just know that giraffes are dogs with legs for necks. I mean, there yeah. you have it. <laughs> but you do, you know. You. I don't know. I have lots of random, useless information. It's I think like that's part of my no job as a dad. Growing up, it's part of my job as a dad. I remember watching Cheers a lot growing up, and I don't know. Cliff always had these random facts, so maybe that's where I picked up some of it. Maybe I don't know. I really don't know, and. It, I don't know, some of the things, like, I just hear it, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's interesting, and for whatever reason, it sticks. Where I'm like, huh? 
like the giraffe that they lick their ears to clean them. It's like, I don't know when I heard that or why I heard that, but I heard it at some point and it stuck for some reason. And I don't now know why you know these random facts as well. Yeah, I don't know why that's what stuck, but it did. Thanks for eavesdropping. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or give us feedback, you can go to topicplease.com to find our social media links, contact form, how to subscribe on your preferred podcast player. You can also find links to our past episodes. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share us with other eavesdroppers you know. I didn't think that lady was ever going to shut up.